Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes. Until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, everybody. It is your daily crypto news for Friday, December 29th, 2023. My name is Matt, and it is actually my 44th birthday, so happy birthday to me. And also, I want to talk about this Bitcoin ETF. That was a weird transition, but we're going to do it anyway. There are a lot of Bitcoin ETF applications in play, and everybody's saying that we're probably going to get a decision on most of them next month in a window between January 8th and January 10th. And the reason why they're going to do this, and they're going to do them all together so that nobody has an unfair advantage. So it's not like BlackRock is going to go first and then everybody else is going to wait for their spot Bitcoin ETF while the market is aping into BlackRock's. No, everybody's going to get approved at the same time. And if they are able to meet the SEC's requirements, they'll be able to list. And so the ones that are currently in play right now are BlackRock, Grayscale, Bitwise, Wisdom Tree, Invesco, Galaxy, Valkyrie, ARK Invest, Vanek, Fidelity, Nidig, Hashdex, Franklin, Pando, Global X, and 7RCC Spot Bitcoin and Carbon Credit Futures ETF. Never heard of that one, but it is part of the list. By the way, if you want the full list and you want the details of each company, their assets under management, their history of Bitcoin and Spot Bitcoin ETFs and investment strategies and all of that, link is in the show notes. Decrypt did a very good job of writing this one up. But one thing I really want to point out about the timeline is this is the end of the year. So we have a lot of weird uh, market conditions right now. Some things are up, some things are down. I just saw Solana flash crash to $93 and then bounce back up. Um, Bitcoin is down. Coinbase is down big. I really had a weird feeling about yesterday to go into today. I didn't know what the market was going to look like. I didn't know if we we're going to have a rocket up or a rocket down. And so even today, I think that we could flip and be ending the day up because we had a lot of options expiring today. So it's just an interesting day. Also, by the way, it's the end of the year. So a lot of people are selling their bags to try to harvest their losses going into the next year so they can make sure to get those tax benefits. And here's the thing. Here's the rub of this whole thing is that we are going to be off, not we as in Daily Crypto News, but the markets are going to be off, you know, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, the 31st, New Year's and New Year's Day. So what's going to happen is we are going to only have around four days of trading 
before we have the spot Bitcoin ETF possible decision come up. So that means the second, which is Tuesday, the third, the fourth, the fifth, which is Friday. Then the markets are going to be off Saturday and Sunday, the sixth, seventh, and then open on Monday, the eighth with possible news sometime that day or possible news on Tuesday or possible news on Wednesday, which does a couple things. The first one is doesn't allow a lot of time for people to move money into the market and basically buy the rumor coming up into it. And second of all, it doesn't allow a lot of time on Monday morning for people to really decide if they're going to stay in the markets or get out of the markets. And we don't know when the decision is going to be made, if it's going to be made before the bell, if it's going to be made after the bell is going to be made midday on Monday, Tuesday or Wednesday. And so it's just going to be a very interesting next couple weeks or a next couple trading days. So just keep your eye really peeled into what's happening in the markets and on, on the news. Maybe set some notifications for Twitter, because I promise you, once the SEC says yes or no, you're going to hear about it instantly and the markets are going to move even before that. Um, so keep your eyes peeled. Now let's get into Asia Focus. Hey everyone, welcome back to Asia Focus, a weekly section of Daily Crypto News. I'm Sarah and nice to meet you again. My email is sarah at dailycryptonews.net and my inbox is open to everyone. The Japanese cabinet approved a proposal by the ruling of Liberal Democratic Party to end taxation of unrealized cryptocurrency gains. My, my, what a bold move. The proposal will essentially end corporate taxation on the difference between the market values and book values of crypto assets. So the companies don't have to pay unrealized profit. To be fair, the Japanese corporate taxation system for crypto assets was quite overkill. You had to pay tax just by holding crypto assets before. Now you don't have to. Prime Minister Fumio Kishida's government has been cooperating closely with industry associations such as the Japanese Crypto Asset Business Association JCBA, and Japan Blockchain Association on how best to encourage the industry's growth, which it sees as a pillar of economic reform. I'm just so happy to see Japanese crypto scene is back in the game. CryptoQuant's recent analysis points to an interesting trend in the crypto market, specifically the overheating of the Korean premium, also known as kimchi premium. This indicates a potential indicator of strong buying pressure from Korean retail investors. This index is a good way to gauge where the highest top is in the bull market and the bearish market sentiment when it goes down. Chong Ho Chan, the head of marketing at CryptoQuant, analyzed that absence of a futures market catering to retail investors in South Korea, along with the active exploration of other leverage opportunities like altcoin trading, the Korean retail markets in Korea is exploding right now. Let me share the top 10 cryptocurrency traded in Bitham, Korea, for example. Bitcoin, of course, at the first place. The next is Yearn Finance, Ethereum, Maker, BNB, Bitcoin Cash, Aave, Solana, Illuvium, and Bitcoin SV. You can see the chart can be very different in Korea. Going a bit to the West in China, the government has recently shut down a hidden banking network worth $2.2 billion. That is about 15.8 billion Chinese yuan, which utilized foreign digital currency platforms. 
On December 24th, reports from Qingdao Police and State Administration of Foreign Exchange stated that authorities had found an illegal bank using cryptocurrency to get around foreign exchange rules. During the investigation, officers reportedly confiscated digital currency valued at $28,000, equivalent to 200,000 Chinese yuan. These included assets like Tether, Litecoin, and many others. The local news said that these people wanted to bypass the foreign currency exchange law by legally exchanging yuan to other foreign currencies. But the strange thing to me is that they didn't really highlight cryptocurrencies involvement in it. I mean, these so-called criminals bought cryptocurrencies with RMB and sold them in other foreign currencies, right? But how reasonable is that? It's not like you're going to use that foreign currency inside China, right? I felt the authority is only seeing this as money laundering, which is partially true, but missing the fact that Chinese people are dealing cryptocurrencies. Remember we banned cryptocurrency trading in China? Where is that crime mentioned? Well, Chinese news can sometimes be really misleading, and this report is definitely from the government organization, because they really have a certain goal of each news piece. Mm. Is it just me missing the point of this news? Email me at sarah at dailycryptonews.net. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. While investors in the U.S. continue to speculate on the timeline for Bitcoin ETF approval, Hong Kong is moving ahead with this regulatory framework. The Hong Kong Securities and Futures Commission, SFC, issued a joint circular with the city's monetary authority earlier this month. Some noticeable rules issued by them is the following. The management companies of SFC-authorized VA virtual asset funds should have A. A good track record of regulatory compliance. And B at least one competent staff member with relevant experience in the management of VA or related products. Mm, I mean, that's very kind of them to say this way, but a little subtle, yeah? A good track record? A competent staff member? And here's another. 
or SFC authorized VA funds that primarily adopt a futures-based investment strategy, they are expected to adopt an active investment strategy to allow flexibility in portfolio composition, for example, diversification of futures position with multiple expiry dates, rolling strategies, and handling of any market disruption events. Hmm, this is rather reasonable. I guess we want to start spot products and nothing else for now. We go nice and easy. The trustee slash custodian and any delegate responsible for taking custody of VA holdings of an SFC authorized VA fund should comply with the following. It should ensure the seeds and private keys are A. Securely stored in Hong Kong B. Tightly restricted to authorized personnel C. Sufficiently resistant to speculation or collusion This concerns those who are in the custody business and I believe this is standard. It has to stay in Hong Kong. Nothing fancy. This release would greenlight ETFs with more than 10% of holdings in crypto. I'll put the circular in the show note. It's not a huge win, but I'd say it should push US a bit to move up the process. That's all for today. And in more news on this side of the pond, well, actually, this one isn't on this side of the pond. This one is in India, in India's Financial Intelligent Unit, which doesn't seem too intelligent. They said that Binance, KuCoin, Huobi, Kraken, Gate.io, Bittrex, Bitstamp, Mexi, and Bitfinex are going to be blocked in India by the country's Ministry of Electronics and Information Technology until further notice. Apparently, they're not registered with the Financial Intelligence Unit. So far in India, there are 31 digital asset service providers that have registered with the FIU, and the ones that I mentioned have not registered. They said that a substantial number of Indian users opted to use exchanges that were unregistered, prompting the latest regulatory action. Now, me living in China for so long without knowing anything, this is what I'm going to assume is happening over there. Now, I could be totally, totally totally off base. This is me shooting from the hip. In China, there was always ways to register for companies, right? For anything that you want to do there. However, the Chinese companies always got fast-tracked. It's almost like I made a Chinese company and all of a sudden they were registered. Everything was okay. But an international company had to do it the long way, the hard way. There's probably a little bribery involved. You had to rub the right elbows. It was a pain in the ass to get registered. And that's only if you did get registered. Basically, it was more of protectionism for a Chinese-based company. And because the Chinese companies had the advantage to get registered and operate legally and operate in good faith with the government and usually be first movers within the market, they didn't have to compete with the offerings. Their products weren't as good for a long time there. And so people wanted to use the Western apps. They wanted to use Skype and MSN Messenger and Facebook and Yahoo and all these other Western apps and Western services because the Chinese services absolutely sucked because they didn't have to compete. They didn't have to be good because they're already registered. They're already there. They're already getting preferential treatment, if you will. And I'm going to assume and shoot from the hip that this is probably what's happening there is these other exchanges that registered are Indian exchanges that didn't really have to make a good product because they're already getting preferential treatment or made by homies that knew somebody that worked in the government that knew somebody. And so they're already operating there. And everybody was like, but I don't care if they're registered. I want to use these products because they're better. They have more liquidity. They have better user interfaces, so on and so forth. And so this is what I'm assuming. 
What do you think? If you're in India, let me know. Matt at dailycryptonews.net. Did I get that right or did I completely get that wrong? Speaking of exchanges, OKX announced on Friday that it's delisting 20 trading pairs by January 5th. And those are major privacy coins. Basically, they're taking a stand on privacy coins. They're saying that Monero, Dash, Zcash, and Zen cannot be listed on OKX. And finally, in more exchange news, Binance, the world's largest cryptocurrency exchange by trading volume, despite all its downs this year and negative press, despite its massive fines being levied against it by the United States government, despite CZ stepping down as CEO, despite CZ possibly going to jail, Binance has saw an influx of 40 million users in 2023, growing its customer base by 30% up to 170 million registered users, by the way. They also processed 18% more trades than last year. Speaking of trades, speaking of prices, let's get into them. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And the time is 11.46 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, later than usual, because I went out for breakfast for my birthday. Fear Greed is at 71. Greedy. Bitcoin is sitting at $42,271, down 0.6% in 24. Ethereum is at $2,316 down 2.4%. Tellers number three, Binance is down 5.7% at 3.11. Solana is at 105, up 6.7%. Right off the top 10, we have XRP. We have USDC, Cardano, Avalanche, and Doge. Doge just cannot get up above 10 cents and stay there. The total market cap is at 1.66 trillion, down a half a percent. We have a Bitcoin dominance of 50 and an ETH dominance of 16.8. And that was our show today. And until Monday, happy hodling, everyone. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.